What's up you guys, this is Jake, Benny's boyfriend, you know the one that you always hear about with all the shameless Jake plugs. Make sure to check out the TV Gate podcast posted every Tuesday by yours truly, the Gilmore Gay himself, Benny Higgins, and his lovely sister Suzanne. Subscribe to their channel and you will not be disappointed. That was good. That was good. It's like TV Guide, but right. it's Gade, because I'm gay talking about TV. But I'm not gay. No, but they know me from being the Gilmore gay. And but they I know me from being my sister. Nothing. Hello. Hello. <laughs> getting day drunk with my sister. Getting, getting day, day drunk <laughs> with my brother. It's a Saturday, so it's okay. I called my boyfriend before to make sure that he did not think I was an alcoholic. Good morning, listeners. I didn't care. Let me do an opening. Good morning, listeners, and my mother, who was like, Benjamin. Uh, <laughs> Well, my goodness, what did she? Well, like she hasn't heard. I'm done. <laughs> Good morning, listeners, and welcome to the TV Gay Podcast, the podcast where we talk about TV shows that all of us are watching, both new and old, scripted and unscripted, which will happen soon. I'm excited about Guilty. I know what. What? Show, <laughs> I know what show it's going to be. Guilty and not guilty. I am Benny Higgins, also known as Gilmore Gay from TikTok. And let's talk about that for a second. Gilmore Gay, username, will be coming back May 23rd. Mark it. But for right now, it is Benny James Higgins, B-E-N-N-Y-J-A-M-E-S-H-I-G-G-I-N-S. All one word, no spaces. Love it. And I am really close to the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I am. Yo, pop, pop, pop. I am Suzanne Hanch. You know me from this. And I know I keep saying that I'm going to put some videos on my TikTok. I am. Just get off my back. TikTok is getting on my nerves because it's like, you want to talk about more than just Gilmore Girls? No. (laughs) You can't talk about more than What did you just say? Grey's Anatomy? Done. No Grey's Anatomy for you. (laughs) No no Gossip Girl for you. You are Gilmore Gay. You are Gilmore Gilmore Gay. Gay. That is it. Nothing else. (laughs) You want to talk about how you felt in your life? No. No anxiety talk for you. You wanted to take a first bite of food with people that have a problem eating? So beautiful. We don't care. (laughs) It was a really beautiful video. If you follow Benny on TikTok, please check that video out because it's really it's helpful. Well, and I, I will that say are having this, issue. And I will say this, you know, all jokes aside on that, even though I say that later in this episode, um, all jokes aside every week. Anyway, I will say that I made that video just because I found it to be, I was looking through and I was like, this is really incredible. And I want to take part in it as well. I don't care if I didn't get a lot of views. That's not what I'm saying. And I hear you. <laughs> Um, so guys, please remember to rate, review, subscribe. I don't know if that's the next thing that we're supposed to do. I think maybe I'm it just is. supposed to, oh, yay. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, get into it with us. We, we want get our, we it, want baby. our friends. We want, we want our fans. Um, Benny, I think you would agree with this. And if you don't, 
cut it out. Um, but we'd like to come up for come up with a name for uh, like what you guys are. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, you know, the, the TV gate club. I know that that's something that you say, Benny. That's really yeah. cute. I like that. Um, okay, um, but but we want to know what you want to be called. So please uh, sound off in our Instagram and uh, in our reviews, whatever, and leave us good reviews. Good reviews. Please, God, leave us good reviews. Also, thank you for those that have reviewed. We really appreciate you. Um, yes. Okay, so this episode is going to be really fun. Yes, we have not done this portion yet because we're talking to you now, but we do have a new friend. We love her named Kelsey. You guys, we L-O-V-E, her. Katie, you might have some competition. You might have some competition. All of you who might might have competition because we loved all of our special guests, but it's really fun. We talked about Paris Geller, but we also, I'm going to be real with you guys. We talked about Paris Geller that went into talking about Pixar, that went into talking about gay representation. And then honestly, that- And then went back to Pixar for a couple of minutes. For like a second. (laughs) And then we ended it with like somehow bringing Gilmore Girls back into it. So here's what I'm saying. I put timestamps in the thingy and if you love us for our content and that's it, then enjoy it. And if you were here for only Gilmore girls, well, you've got about maybe like eight minutes of it this week. So soup up. We're sorry guys, but you know what? If you're here for the Bridgerton of it all, we are so ready. Baby. Do you, um, do you want, I, I, I was really thinking hard about what my, um, uh, summary synopsis was going to be. I don't know, but I've never been more excited to Are talk you ready? about this. I'm, I'm ready. Do you want my synopsis? <clears throat> yeah. And then I'll give my also known as. Sex, 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 pigs, Colin, Marina, secrets revealed. Sex. Is that your Reader's Digest version? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Bridgerton, also known as Daphne Bridgerton, is really good at sex, even though she just had it last week. <laughs> but I guess she's had a lot of it. So maybe he, maybe Simon's a good teacher. Because I'm assuming that it's like our mother is like, what is this trash? <laughs> Jam. <laughs> I love you, Mom. Yeah, what are our children talking about? Right I will now? tell you. I will tell you. There was this moment that I watched it and I could literally hear if mom was watching the show, she could jam, turn it off. Where's the remote mirror? Close your eyes. Like all of these things. Do you remember when I was younger and mom would like look at me to not look at the TV? Do you remember that? Where she'd be like, look mm-hmm. at me. And she'd go, just look at me. Didn't she? And, mom, once... and she'd go, she'd go, I'm not looking at it either. It's gross. I'm not Didn't she lie. once like put up like a, a box of crackers or oh something like Lord in front of her face? Mercy. I think she did. Was it wheat thins? I feel like it was wheat thins. Like Weed just thins? Wheat. Oh, wheat. 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 Wheat thins. Wheat thins. It was. Okay. So back to sex, sex, sexy, sexy, sex, sex. A Lovely. pig. Colin. Marina. Secrets revealed. Sex. Bridgerton, also known as Daphne, has sex in the previous episode and then all of a sudden is an absolute wizard at it. Yeah. Did that strike you as odd that you were like, you're quite good at it. I understand he's probably a great teacher. 
And there are probably many other instances of this moment that we're not seeing. So look, I guess we just get into it. And I re I listened to this episode on Tuesday and go, Oh, I guess I did have three hard lemonade cider okay. or seltzer things, but like, I was a virgin when I got married. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know that. I, I think I've mentioned it to our, our listeners. I yeah. grew up in purity culture. Uh, this is the sex I, episode. We can talk about sex. Yeah. Keep I going. don't want to, I don't like, I, I don't want to fully go into it, but I grew up in, in purity culture. And I think that I was pretty good. Mm hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, what is Mitch going to say? No, you're not good. Like, no, <laughs> I think that there's a, there's like an, an, like it's a nat, it is a natural thing. Yes. And there are aspects of a hundred thousand percent getting better. And maybe I was trash and it was just a situation of like, I love him. I'm not um... going to tell you that, you know, <laughs> but like for real, uh, I think that there is a natural uh, there's also a naturalness to it. So I may not be like the best person to talk about that with because maybe their bodies just fit together and it just worked. But the thing well. is, you know, she wasn't doing anything special, was she? But it's not that, you know, where babies come from and Daphne Bridgerton. This doesn't. is yes, this is true. This is something like, I can I, I just want, by the way, listeners, remember, we give you the Reader's Digest so that we don't have to talk about it moment for moment because I'd rather True gouge story. my eyes out with snuff. And that's not even how you gouge your eyes out because that's a powder. Um, I loved when she asked the maid where babies come from. Rose. That we, yeah. Uh, okay. Rose is my new favorite character. I adore her. But anyway, when she did that, that we didn't hear it. <laughs> right. Because we don't need to hear it. Well, because we know. We know. This isn't Modern Family where we're going to make it awkward. It was a beautiful underscore of Daphne going, my husband's a fucking liar. That's what it was. Can I say this? Yeah, we've already been canceled. It's all good. <laughs> well, not yet. They haven't heard the rest of the episode. Fair enough. <laughs> Is it just me that felt that her actions were problematic? And I know I hate that word, but I don't know. I don't it was know. Really? I understand that. Also, so can I ask a graphic question that ask away? I guess I'm just uneducated. Do you not know where babies come from either? No, no. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I, I'm really sorry, listeners that might be like, are you kidding me? him being able to complete that's uh -huh. just humans yeah him being able to complete with substance is not him lying to her that he can't have children am i wrong on that are um, people that can't are men that can't have children are they shooting blanks is that what this is well yeah what I mean, that it just means they probably still shoot some type of a Substance. something. No, that but okay, it doesn't. So but it doesn't have sperm in it. Well, sure. So that's what I was confused about. As I was like, I, um, maybe I need to so, read my science books. Right, but here's the thing. So the the biggest thing is that 
I feel that he took advantage of her for not knowing how babies come because I know he thinks that he, she was just accepting him like as he is or whatever, but there was never a conversation where it was like, Hey, I can have babies. I just don't want to. And so I am going to complete myself or I'm going to complete in the sheets and not inside of you so that you can't have a baby. Mm. Because I, I, I seriously think it was taken advantage of the fact that she doesn't know where, how babies happen because she, Cause she didn't know that that's what would keep sure. babies from happening. I think everybody's honestly, I think everybody's actions in this whole situation are problematic. And I think we have to understand that it's the Regency era and it's not problematic there. Oh, okay. I, I mean, it's problematic here that we would be like, Oh my goodness, someone kissed her. She's ruined. And she has to marry that person who kissed her. I mean, that's not the world anymore. Right. No, it's not. But I, I will say this. And I, I'm not, I, I haven't watched the rest of the show, obviously. I'm watching it week by week. But this scene was very... Because... I'm sorry. All he said was wait. He did not say no. He did not say get off. He didn't. And he wasn't. No, it was not that he was no longer into it. He was just saying wait, which much the same way that two people communicate with each other during the act of lovemaking. Wait can mean like, oh, my goodness, this is an insane episode. But wait can mean like, oh, I'm almost there. Let's slow down so I can get there. Or if, yeah. um, in a lot of situations, a man tries to hold off yep. completion so that a woman can get to their own completion, things like that. So I don't think if he had been like, no, get off of me. And she would have been like, just continuing to ride him. Then yes, I believe that that's problematic, but he, she felt that he lied to her and this was the test basically that she was putting on because if he hadn't lied to her, then he would have just been like, all right, yeah, I'm into it. Let's, let's keep doing this. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I do, but, and I, I hate to be this one and I'm sure you're going to be like, I know you're going with this and I hate you for it. If the shoe was on the other foot, I feel like it would been received in a totally different way of a man taking advantage of a woman who has given her peace, whether it's a lie or not. Mm. No, I agree. I, I hear what you're saying there. And I think that that's kind of just, that's just, look, it, it's just where we are. Like, I don't know how to, and, and I, I think that we are doing that thing again, that we've talked about on many occasions where we are applying the situations that we have now to something that's supposed to be like as period accurate as it can with also being colorblind. Right. I just don't feel like this is that I feel like this is a very, if the scene is not, if later on in the show, because here's the thing, they're rewriting history. Like the, well, they're that's, not rewriting history. Not rewriting, but it's like not historical. No, but what yeah. I'm meaning is like they are 
taking liberties with history. Okay? Yes, I will agree with that. Yeah. So by doing that, and they are doing it in a very modernism way, mm-hmm. I feel like because of where we are today in the way that we view things, that this is a little hypocritical. It, it, it was. It, I don't know. You know, it just kind of comes from. He is being dishonest with her. He doesn't. He, of course, at the end is like, I didn't feel like I was being dishonest, but he is being dishonest with her. He is. I feel very much that he is taking advantage of the fact that she doesn't know how it happens. And so because she does and she says this point and I agree with it wholeheartedly Cannot and will not cannot and will yeah. not are two very different things. So if she, if he had come at it and, and I truly believe this, OK, let's let's just let's just call a spade a spade. If she if he had come at it and said, I will not have children, would he would she have married him? I mean, that is a great that's a great point. I just think it's two separate points. Is it? I do, because. So how, how does she, how does she, in a situation where that kind of conversation is completely off limits, uh, she really doesn't know much about it. She's in a really terrible situation where she has been duped, which is problematic in my opinion in itself. She's been lied to. She's been completely duped. The one thing she wanted more than anything was children. Very true, but. The whole idea is that he, for a lack of a better word, has completed. I, I, I think there are other ways to go about it. This is obviously a shock factor thing, and it's talk. It's I mean, it's conversation. I think she's angry. I think she's very angry. But is that justification to essentially kind of rape him? I mean, like he. So, he's on so top I'm of- confused. I am confused how how it's rape because or how you think it's rape and and you cut around and do whatever you have to do, because I really want to have this conversation and I, I don't want to have might it might be all that we talk about. <laughs> I don't want to have it being worried about was. what people are going to think. He, she she seduced him on their honeymoon in much the way, same way that they have had sex and done things the whole time, right? Sure. He has seduced her. She's just reading a book in a library and he he comes up and decides to, you know, give her some oral pleasure. Sure. Okay. So she's done that, right? And they're going at it like they have the whole, the whole time. No difference. The only difference is that she decides that she wants that she's going to get. And so I'm just saying this from his viewpoint, not from what we know in the background or whatever, just from his viewpoint, she decides to be a little bit more adventurous, which makes sense in the, the sexual bed. They Mm want to try, she wants to try something different. And so she gets on top of him. She roll, they roll to do the whole thing and she gets on top of him. Right. Which is not, that's not a problem. No, there's no problem in that. And she is riding him to sorry, mom, mom, please, 
just I might tell know, mom be like, just don't listen to the Bridgerton mom, thing. We have to. Mom talk wants about to watch it. the show. She called me today and she was like, I want to watch Bridgerton. I think it sounds great. And I was like, Mom, it's dirty. And she was like, I it's know. not. It's only dirty for two epi- two or three episodes. And maybe in the first three five or minutes four of episodes. the first episode. Oh, four or five or six. Just eight episodes. It's just only eight, dirty just, for eight out of it's eight only, episodes. It's only. Yeah. However, I did hear apparently that after all the sex that we got, it like goes away for an episode completely and then ends with it. Like pretty much. That's hysterical. You're not wrong. You ain't wrong. Okay. So, so, so back to that. So from his viewpoint, it only looks like he is, she is trying new things. And he says, he says, wait. He has every ability to overpower her and pull her off. Absolutely. Don't tell me for two seconds that he doesn't. He's enjoying it so much. She's riding him to the point of completion. And he wouldn't have realized any of it if she, hold on, if she had not given him the look afterwards, because then he goes, what did you do? But if it was just if she had just come off and been like, been like, oh, you know, like that was lovely. Like, that's his thing. He He's the one who he she didn't force anything. She's a little thing. Really? She forced him. She tied him down. She didn't tie him down. But I mean, there's kind of a point of no return when you're about to complete. I uh, you can't push off. There's just uh, I mean, I can't speak for Simon, but it's just your mind goes into a different place. And mm-hmm. where'd you go? I'm here. I, I just had to, Mitch sent me a text. I had to read. Your mind goes into a different place and it's kind of like, okay, I guess, I guess we're doing it. <laughs> I guess. So I guess my thing is, is I at no point, and maybe I'm an old fashioned, problematic, misogynistic anti-feminist but i'm not by the way he's not i'm not but maybe this makes me sound that way until you and kai were talking about it in that episode didn't think it for a second didn't think it for a second during that scene that it was problematic here's the thing i know what you're talking about i feel like You've got you got a guy who's making out with a girl who is like trying to unbutton her pants and she's like, just wait, stop and then pushes him off of her. You've got a girl that is on top of a guy who's been pulling out every single time that they have sex. And then not know that he literally pulls out every time. But she doesn't know that that's not just normal. She does not know. She finds out that, oh, this is how babies are made. And but then she it's finds like, out- I'm not going to let him pull out this time. That's not, no, that's not what? what happens. She finds out that that's how babies are made and that he's been lying to her. She yes. finds out that cannot is not the same as will not. Listeners, the silence that is uh, that you're experiencing right now is 
is Benny knowing that I'm right? But no, trying to figure out a way that all. he can continue arguing I, his point. I think that there is a little bit of an issue here in in gender roles. I really do. You're telling me that if this entire thing was on the other foot, that you would not for once. And let's make the guy a scrawny guy. Let's not make him a powerful guy. You're telling me that you wouldn't be like, this was problematic. Like she was not able, she was in a place of ecstasy and he wasn't releasing her. I'm really trying to think about it from the other foot. I'm very hung up by the fact that he's been lying to her the whole time and didn't. I'm very hung up by the fact that there's no reason. There is literally no reason, even even in the realms of him being embarrassed. There's literally no reason why he could not say, hey, my dad was a dick. I don't want to give him. I don't want his name to continue. So I'm done. I will die a bachelor if I have to die a bachelor. I am not going to sire an heir. Period. End of story. There's no reason why he could not say that. Well, there is a reason because he's in love with her. So if he says, I cannot give you children, it means that I could if I would. But I'm afraid to. No, I will not means I could if I would, but I won't. I'm not saying that you're not wrong in your viewpoint of it. I, I, I just... I didn't see it that way. And I continue not to see it that way. And again, maybe, maybe that's something that I need to like, look at myself. I mean, I did look at, you know, I am trying to look at it from a different situation where, you know, he's a female and she's a male and, and what that would make me feel. Uh, I, you know, I try to think maybe like the handmaid's tale of it all or something like that. But again, that doesn't work either because that they kind of know that that's the purpose. So I almost feel like I need to table it. I, I can see why you think that I just don't agree. Yeah, that's fair. I, I would like for you that I can, I'm about to say like to watch the scene again, but like, I, it's my second time watching it and I still felt that way. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Please don't think think worse of me. Can we talk about Penelope now? <laughs> well, we'll we'll move on. Um <laughs> I will yeah. No. Uh Nicola Coughlin's performance was just tremendous. And I will say that Lord have mercy. That Marina scene was brutal. Your love is an unrequited fantasy with Colin. It was just like, and it was very smart how it was done because she wasn't Mm. being an outright, like, mean girl. She was pitying her, which was even worse. I know. And and didn't you, did you also see kind of what I was talking about a while back where I was like, she is so taking advantage of Colin. Very much. Because I thought it was going to end when the letters came. I was like, no. and then she was like, no. And no. I'll tell you why I think 
because of lettuce. Lettuce? Money. Oh, money. Okay. I thought you meant money, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. No, I agree. It's money. It's money and it's standing. It's it, it. And that's for me, like I knew that all that stuff was coming and I was just like, no, uh, her motives are not pure. I don't know how to explain yeah. this to you. <laughs> you know, what's funny about the episode though, with the exception of Daphne is a really great at helping people and such a nurturer. Like, I loved that. All that stuff was so great. Except for the whole pig situation that she oh, just gosh. didn't realize. Didn't but, that break your heart? It broke my heart. We, she was we like, I'm helping everybody. Oops. No. Well, we got two supporting characters I really loved in this. Besides um, the maid. But I loved Mrs. Coulson. I really yes. loved this character. And the pregnant lady. She was great. She oh, was. She did a great job. And she was so helpful at, like, getting Daphne to understand like what was going on. So I, yes, I, I a hundred percent agree with you. I loved that. The Mrs. Colson character to me was so smartly written because she could have just been a warden. Mm-hmm. That was just like, ugh. no, but she, she Had dynamics. Was, she was multidimensional mm-hmm. and she had or three-dimensional or whatever, but, but she, she had a bunch of a, or, there was more going on than just like being shocked that like, you know, Daphne was doing these like things that she didn't expect. Like, and she, I think really took time to understand like, okay, Daphne's mom, mom taught her these things and she's just trying to move forward and do what she's been taught her whole life. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, I, Daphne gave field day ribbons to all the pigs. All ranting aside, everyone, thank you guys so much. Hold on. I know you want to all ranting aside, but I do want to talk about Penelope a little bit more. Okay. Um, So Penelope, first of all, I love, I love the scenes with her. I love the acting, like you said, of Nicola, just gorgeous acting. Do you see any... Do you see any foreshadowing? Do you like, I really want to get your feeling. Like, do you feel that Penelope is bigger than you thought? Like what? Talk to me for a second. Just about what do you mean is bigger than I thought? Well, just like she see, she kind of comes off as being like, kind of like clueless about everything. Like, yeah. Doesn't it seem like maybe she knows more than she Oh, definitely. The part of the episode that I went, oh, okay, I'm for you, is when Marina was like, you look lovely today, Penelope. And she was like, don't mock me. My continued silence, you mean? Like, she was just, like, on top of it. And so I Mm -hmm. think that she probably plays this naivete, you know, kid Mm -hmm. just because that's what is expected of her Mm -hmm. and actually has a lot more in her brain. (laughs) Um, No, I, I... I would agree. Yeah. I do say this though. I think we are Penelope fans because of the past two episodes. I don't think that, and and yes, there are moments, but what I'm saying is this fan base for Penelope has been made because of these episodes. And so it's frustrating for me as a viewer. So I disagree with you wholeheartedly. And the reason why I disagree with you wholeheartedly is because it's not because of these two episodes. Well, I'm saying these two episodes and on, that's fine. But 
fan bases to me have a real big problem of being like, just you wait. But it's like, okay, cool. So can I watch it though? I I appreciate that. Um, yeah, no. And, and I feel like, I don't feel like we've been unfair with we, I've been unfair with you. No, it's more that fan bases kind of force people to be stands for characters because of things that we don't know. Because if I was watching the show, not knowing anything, I really wouldn't have even thought two seconds. I would have thought more about the Featherington twins than Penelope. Okay. So let me say this, and this is, this is no spoilers. All right. The first time that I watched the show, I wasn't necessarily a Penelope stan. I just, I appreciated her. I thought she was beautiful. I got to the end of the show, hardcore Penelope stan, no doubt. Started watching the show again, Penelope stan from moment one. Well, sure. Just like people who are Paris no, Keller stans are no, Paris Keller stans. No, not the same. Not the same. And you'll find out why. I'll watch it again. I'll not the same. Again. And you'll find out why you'll have to watch it again after watching it all the way through in order to be like, Oh, well, I probably snap. will. I'll probably binge it. Cause this was not a show I could have binged. I'm actually very proud of my decision of watching it mm. once a week. Cause it's very That's dense good. without being dense. It's got some density for sure. For sure. Um, really quick, honorable mentions. And then I, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Violet with Marina and everybody at dinner. I love you, Violet. Violet, you great character. When you think about everything that she's been through, the love of her life died at age 38. I know. 38. That is two years younger than my husband. No, three years younger than my husband. Morbid. 30, no, but seriously, 38 years old, the love of her life, the man that she at that point had eight children with, she's killing it. Yep. She's taking care. She is. And, and not just, yes, they have ladies maids. Yes. I'm sure that they have amazing, uh, nurses. I'm sure they have amazing. Um, what are they called? Um, when ladies they teach waiting. you. No, teach. Oh. No, that's that's with uh, royalty. Oh, you're right. um, uh, governesses. I'm sure they had amazing governesses, whatever. But something I've gotten from yes, read listeners. I've been reading the books, and by reading, I mean listening, and that hey. is perfectly fine. Um, something I've gotten from the books is, I mean, these are legitimately well-adjusted kids, and uh, Lord Bridgerton, Lord Bridgerton, yeah. The, the father, the patriarch of the family, died when he was 38, which means Daphne was 10, Colin was 12, Benedict was 14, and I believe Anthony was 16. Yep. 16 years old, okay? That's the eldest child, and Violet killing it. Yep. Violet pregnant pregnant with their last child when Lord Bridgerton died. <laughs> I mean, it's a tremendous character. It Lord Bridgerton never met Hyacinth. Lady Bridgerton killing it. Can Sorry. we say then that the show is actually Violet's? Because if you think about it, she's going to be the, the common person that's here for every season. The show is the Bridgertons. That's what I'm saying, but like 
I'm sure we're not going to see much of Daphne in the next season. Um, according to the books, you could see a, a little bit of Daphne. Like a little um, cameo. Yeah. But I'm sure we're going to have Violet completely for the second season. And yes, but in the same role that she's in now. That's what I'm saying is she's kind of like she's kind of like she's Bailey. more like Bailey. Ew. Ew. Oh, man. We haven't done that in a while. I know I've been missing those moments. I was Me really too. hoping we, we'd get one with Kelsey because I felt like I had hurt your feelings. And I was like, all we need right now is an EO moment and everything. Will be <laughs> and fine. everything will be all okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's kind of like a Bailey where Bailey is an amazing character. Is she the lead? No. But has she been here through everything? And do you think of her as the poster child for Grey's Anatomy? Very much so. Yeah. Like almost to the point that if we lost Meredith Grey, I wouldn't be as in much misery as I would be if we lost Bailey. Ooh, Sorry. Hard disagree. That's but that's okay. just because the amount of love that I have for Meredith is far Well, it's because you and Ellen Pompeo look very similar to each other. Oh, that's so sweet. You literally put her down as a, a doppelganger on your Facebook. I did. I did when I was younger. Yeah. I don't know how I feel now, um, but but for sure. Um, no, but you're right. It's a Bailey. Like we, we both had that, that thought and it's, it's very true. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a Bailey. Um, I don't know if you ever watched Downton Abbey, but it's, a almost a, uh, oh my goodness. You know what? Cut that out. Cause I can't remember her name. That's fine. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a Bailey. It, it's this governing figure who is a matriarch and who is so important to the plot without constantly being in the plot. Yep. Um, yeah, I loved, I loved Violet and I loved how Violet without even really doing it. Like so many times I feel like put Marina in her place. Oh yes. You know, very much so again, Marina is conniving. She's she beautiful and she's had a tough time. And I'm not saying she hasn't had a tough time, but that doesn't give excuse for you to be a conniving man trapping person. It just doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. it doesn't. Shall we all ranting aside? Sorry. I just, I had to talk about no. Melody and Violet. All ranting aside, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Not only do we talk about Bridgerton and other TV shows with each other, but we talk about it with other people as well. And by other people, I mean our super duper special guest, Kelsey. Which we love a Kelsey! Great time. We've, already, we've already recorded it. So like we had a freaking blast with her. So sister of mine, are you ready to go to this interview that's been pre-recorded? Yes, I am ready to go to this interview that's been pre-recorded. And I'm ready to hear me talk about Anchor. <gasps> Hello! Hi! Kelsey, you're just Hello. an adorable human. Oh my, oh God. my goodness. Thank you. <laughs> Listeners, I wish you could see Kelsey because she's just <sighs> gorgeous she is, and adorable the all the same time. She's like a cross between like super cute Lindsay Lohan Jenny Weasley and uh oh my you know what I I would actually go um oh my goodness what's her name she's in Doctor Who uh she plays uh she's in uh Guardians of the Galaxy she's the the robot half robot anybody you, know who I'm talking about you're on your own pal 
I don't know. <laughs> oh, nobody's as big a nerd as I am. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so this this Hallie or Annie thing is definitely what my sister has. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, what wh- what's the name? And then Suzanne was like, <laughs> you didn't catch on. Like she looks kind of like a Lindsay Lohan, but much cuter. And I was like. Oh, right. See, I, growing up, The Parent Trap was always my favorite movie. And so it still is one of my faves. And when I was making my TikTok, this was, I don't know, two years ago, I was like, I don't want anybody finding this. Like, no one I know. So I picked a completely <laughs> random name different than any other username on any other platform. Nice. And now it's like, you know, no, please find me, follow me. Like, I like making TikToks. Well, so. and you're getting quite a following and your videos are doing well. So you might as well. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what happened, but I was like, I, I mean, you want to follow me? Yeah, like we can party. <laughs> you want to do it? Let's do it. Okay, uh, let's do it. What happened is that you're super cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got a great personality, super fun fandom content. Like I told Benny this morning because my phone sucked it yucks. I was like, oh no, I got to go charge my phone because I spent the entire morning deep diving into your TikTok. Deep. He was like, I haven't even it's seen not- that. I was like, I don't even know about that. Like, I'm supposed to be like the, welcome I was like, you to guys my are the friends. exact same age. You're the exact are same we? age. And he was like, are you sure? When were you born? Like, 93. Me too. When were okay. you born? What month? Um, October. Okay. Okay. So you're a little younger, but little younger. barely. Were you what what class what class were you when did 2011. you graduate? 2011. Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> Told you exact same age. Uh so Kelsey, how has this year been treating you? Well, you know, it's been a year. I can't believe we're already in May know, of 2021. Right? Like I blinked and like we're halfway through the year. I'm like the other day at work, I was like, um, can we play Christmas music? And they were like, no, we cannot play Christmas music. <laughs> what is it you do? Um, I work for an online clothing store called Madison and Mallory, and I run our Facebook group. We have an exclusives group where we sell items too, and that's that's what I'm in charge of. It's a really fun time. Awesome. See, it's when awesome. I saw that in your bio, I was like, I don't know if maybe you're just like promoting this for like a little while, but that's awesome. I didn't. That's... Yeah, yeah. I went to the website too, and I was like, Oh, does she like does does she just really like it, or does she work for it? I guess we'll find out. Is basically well, my. <laughs> You know, we do have a TikTok code if anybody's interested. It's TikTok 20 for 20% off. But you better plug. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm plug. plugging it in right now. Uh, <laughs> clearly, clearly, I need this TikTok plug <laughs> because um, I told Benny that I was looking <laughs> at your videos about, um, what was it, uh, fashion from like 2014. And I was like, oh, oh. no. <laughs> That's what I chose to wear out the other day. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I'm Having a I'm a 37 why. year old <laughs> mother of two who's stuck in 2014. I'm having to realize I'm like Kelsey. Things that were you know fashionable seven years ago, like we need to just they're not so fashionable now. Like I don't know what fa- jackets. Military jackets are out, and I'm like, what? Mar- maroon pants? What? I can't wear those anymore. <laughs> They're chuggy now. I don't know. I don't What's know. Have chuggy? you guys heard that term? <gasps> what is chuggy? Oh my gosh. Chug is a new term, which is, like, is a bad word. It, 
not great, but it's basically just describing like 2010s aesthetic, like early 2010s. And so I've seen it all over my TikTok. So maybe you'll see it now because I'm talking about it because TikTok likes to listen. But like Chevron Chuggy, you know, sock buns Chuggy, kind of just like older millennial stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to be a Chug. You know what? Like what you like. (laughs) I hate people. I know. I do too. Can we just live in our TV and movies? Please. Um, Yes. Let's move to Stars Hollow. Pack it in. We're going. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's go. Move right behind the Warner Brothers lot, yeah. and I would. I would hang. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Well done. Um, I found <laughs> out from Jake, my boyfriend, shameless. Shameless Jake, Jake plug. plug. Um, have you listened to the podcast? I have, I have, I have listened to every episode, but I've listened. I no, have. that was just a call back to Allie. Yeah. Allie, we love you. <laughs> we had such a great guest last week. But she had never watched the podcast. So we decided we were just going to like slam her for it the entire time and be like, oh, but you wouldn't know that because you never watched because you listen to our podcast. What was it last week? I thought it was week before last. Literally last week. Oh, no, 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 no. Books was last week. Becky, I'm so sorry. Wow. Becky, we we liked you. We loved you, Becky. We loved you. But Um, here's the thing. You had actually heard our podcast before and Allie hadn't. So Allie's famous. (laughs) But anyway, um, she's our villain. villain, The villain of the TV Gate podcast. Yes. But um, no, but Jake told me that apparently black and brown goes with anything now. Yes. Yes. And I was what? like, since when? And he was like, babe, it's 2021. And I was like, but it's not. And he was like, what the heck does that mean? He was like, stuck in 2002. And I was like, listen, bitch. Okay. Like, first off. <laughs> we stuck in 2002. Oh, I thought you were saying me saying, listen, bitch. And I was like, are you kidding no, me right now? No, I just since wanted to make it sound all... like I'd never heard Jake say that you were stuck in 2002, even though I heard it 4,000 times. I am stuck in 2002 every time. Or he'll look at my DVD collection. He'll be like, it's not 2008 anymore. We don't need to display our DVDs. And I'll be like, all right, whatever. We don't... I have mine displayed on my bookshelf. Should I pack those in too? No, no, <laughs> <Okay>. you shouldn't. <laughs> you do you. You do you. Do what makes you happy. That's what Amen. I say. Men. I have to ask, uh, Kelsey, what was yes. your, other than you were like, I saw you didn't have any Paris Geller stuff. What was your whole <laughs> reasoning behind like making this episode be about, which honestly, we're making it more about Lysa Wild. Why not? Um, is, it wild, right? is it Wild? Or is, is it, it Wild as a wheel? Because we cannot find it. As her close personal friend, I think uh-huh. it's wild I think I'm gonna wild. go wild as well because yeah. like I listen to my sister whatever she says but anyway <laughs> um so what made you be like Paris Geller this needs to be the episode oh my goodness I love Paris with my whole heart mm-hmm. I think her arc is amazing I I think it's just because I had this realization on my last rewatch which I don't know why it took me 30 watches to have this realization <laughs> just but- 30 <laughs> I don't know. That's just the number probably. Um, But uh, I was like, you know what? She has the same personality the whole time where she's really intense and whatever. 
But I was like, it stems from different places. So in the first half of the series, it stems from a place like her intensity and like kind of aggressiveness comes from a place of being insecure, in my opinion, of just like wanting to prove herself, wanting people to like her, wanting to be the best at everything she does. And then in like season four, and I feel like it's when she's dating Asher. That's a whole other mm, topic. But but she... um, really I feel like starts to understand herself and come into herself and so her intensity now stems from a place of security of just being like I am who I am I know I'm right and you're wrong and um you know she's loyal to a fault she loves Rory so much she loves Lorelai so much she would take a bullet for either of them yeah and you know I want justice for Paris because I feel like they wouldn't do the same for her no you know they wouldn't you know the character is uh, I, I agree with you with the arc. I think it's a, even a better character arc than, dare I say, uh, Christopher, which I know I always get on the train of being like, I think Christopher has an incredible character arc. I hate the character, but I think it's a great character yeah. arc. But mm-hmm. I think the reason why Paris Geller is this awesome character arc is just what you were saying. The change that she undergoes from high school into college is the hashtag goals, if you will. Like she just becomes yes. a badass. Yes. She's, never, she's never not true to herself. Like no matter what, you know, like you were saying with, um, in, in high school, like she's totally like overcompensating for her parents, really not giving a crap about her Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, feeling like going, getting into the Ivy league school is something she wants to do, but also something that, you know, I think will, uh, give her more visibility in her parents' Mm -hmm. eyes and things like that. But there is no point where she lets go of exactly who she is no like regardless of it being because of insecurity or later because of security she always knows who she is and she always goes for it and but, you i know freaking love her i think it's attributed to the actress as well just like with mm-hmm. kelly bishop with emily is oh. these characters on paper are really terrible like oh, if yeah. i were to read the script i'd be like Okay. Because you wouldn't judge yourself. Like, you know, in acting, we're supposed to make these people that we're embodying be realistic. And when we sit, yes, we judge ourselves, you know, just like randomly. But like, as we're living our lives, we don't like judge like, oh, I'm such a bad person. I'm not going to get, you know, so they both do a very good job of that. Um, I love Liza Weil. I, uh, I, I think I have. I have never seen her in something that she is not a hundred thousand percent strong in. Um, I just mean like strong acting wise. Uh, I don't know if um, I don't know how big of if you're a Shondaland friend, a fan at all, but her role as Bonnie in How to Get Away with Murder. I mean, I, I think it's one of the best characters that I've ever witnessed, honestly. I've seen like the first, like a lot of the first season of How to Get Away with Murder. I can't I'm the same way with you, Kelsey. Um, but I mean, did you guys watch Bunheads? Yes. Okay. I love her character in Bunheads as well. Still very intense, still very, a lot like Paris, but um, she just, I love her. Gosh, I love her. She's just so fun to watch on screen. Well, I think what's so interesting, like, about her is just how underrated that she is as I was talking with Suzanne about yesterday is you don't see her like being this mainstream artist that to me it doesn't make any sense I think she just needs this like 
role. And I understand that Bonnie is kind of that role, but I feel like Viola Davis is so freaking good in the show. Yeah. That yeah. I feel bad for anybody else that's in her presence. Like, I think if she <laughs> no, wasn't right. in it, that maybe the character of Bonnie would be like the poster child of that sense. But I, I just think it's unfortunate. I want her to find a role that makes us go, oh my gosh. Like, so I have a question. So if they did, because she tends to play these very, because even in uh, How to Get Away with Murder, it's a very like abrasive strong character mm-hmm. right she has some soft moments but for the most part it's, it's it's similar to paris but completely different yep this does seem to be the character that she plays and she plays well so mm-hmm. you know it's kind yep. of one of those things where you're like you know figure out what your niche is and just go after it and she does does a fantastic job of that would we want to watch that as a main character? Um, I would because I would too. So fun. But here's what I'll say: like in those soft moments, like even in Gilmore, um, I'm currently watching season seven, so y'all pray for me. But like it's the end, and <laughs> I think it's one of her best seasons. So yeah, um, yeah. she is breaking down to Rory about like she 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 breaks up with Doyle because she has to make this big decision about where to go to school and she's yeah. mm-hmm. crying and like this wasn't supposed to happen and it's just I love seeing her really soft moments in Gilmore too so it's like I would love to yeah. see what she could do with a character that isn't quite so abrasive like a complete shift and see what that would look like as well because she does a really really fantastic job of that I would highly recommend uh continuing how to get away with murder Mm -hmm. um, because Mm -hmm. they do such a great job. I think of exploring her entire, like uh, her character's entire life. Um, And you do see a lot of soft, really fantastic moments from her. Um, I'm sorry. I'm such a, I'm such a her fan. I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm pretty sure her character in ER though actually was like soft and maybe even demure, like, I think it was more like, yeah, standoffish. And, and yeah. I, I know specifically that in West Wing, she was. So, you know, why do we feel like this Paris Geller character is like, especially in the gay community, is this like gay icon? She's not. I didn't know she was. Very I, much I didn't a gay know she icon. was either. She's very much a gay icon. There's this whole thing about like, we feel like she should be a lesbian. It was a missed opportunity for the WB. Oh. I want to know your opinion of that. Because for me, I take much offense to it. Like, much offense. Um, With Paris, like, if she was a lesbian? With basically saying, and we've talked about this before in a previous episode, basically saying that her being opinionated, her being powerful, all these things are just justification for her needing to be an LGBTQ plus character. Mm. And I just... Other than her being that way, what are the other things that are backing up this whole thing of like, ah, this was a missed opportunity. I mean, she clearly was into guys the entire show. Um, so I was thinking about this and I don't know. I just like, I, I mean, I guess I can kind of see where it's coming from, but it, there, like you said, there's really not like a super solid, like other than her being like this, like, like it's not, 
I'm trying to figure out how my brain, like how to get the words out. Um, she's not, I don't know. I, uh, I can't. Why is it that now, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but why is it that now, like we constantly have to like go back into shows of that time and be like, that character should have been gay. Like if you're a strong woman, if you have some type of, you know, you're, you're abrasive, uh, you know what you want. Like, why does that mean you have to be gay? Like to me, that's a stereotype and that shouldn't. I don't know. Is that kind of where it's going or are yeah, we I mean, it just flailing like, in the wind? And I understand <laughs> that, especially for when, when lesbians see a strong woman in television and they relate to them and they're like, oh my gosh, like, I get that. Just like I would see George O'Malley in Grey's Anatomy. And so I think the thing with the Paris Geller character is it's just kind of like, I mean, I get it, but I don't think it's a missed opportunity because no. there wasn't anything in the entire show hinting at it. No, Her it's not kissing mis- Rory Sorry. at spring break <laughs> is not hinting at it. No. no it's just her being no, a 20 never. year old who is experimenting. <laughs> exactly, And a 20 year old who is like, this is what we're supposed to do. Yeah, See, well, everybody like, else, everybody else is doing this. I want to be the best at this yeah, as well. She like wants Madeline to be the best Louise at everything kissing. she does. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and I feel like you could argue too that like seeing her being this strong woman, she is a role model to women everywhere, regardless of sexual orientation or, you know, anything like that. Like she, yeah. to me, I'm like, she's strong and I wish I had more characteristics of Paris, you know? So it's not necessarily a this or that or missed opportunity type situation, in my opinion. No, I, I agree. I mean, I, I would say, you know, you were hitting on something where Benny, when you were talking about George O'Malley and first of all, we know that that actor is yeah, actually that gay. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I love what they're doing right now with Grays. I know Grays is a show that you weren't able to get into. I watched yeah. your TikTok, Kelsey. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm the worst right now. (laughs) Um, anyway, but you know, they do a really great job, I think with Schmidt and, uh, right. His name's Schmidt in Grey's Anatomy. I believe so. Yeah. They do a really great job with Schmidt and with, um, his boyfriend slash quarantine lover, um, in that it is completely unexpected And when it's completely unexpected, I feel like that brings the representation and the, um, uh, is that the word representation? Like what you see on screen can start mirroring more what is in life because it's not just this one type of person, this one stereotype Mm -hmm. that turns out to be gay. Instead, it's just, it's an afterthought. And yes, it is his story because he's coming out, but it's not a situation where you're like, I mean, like he's a nerdy guy. He's a nerdy guy that I would have grown up and been like, he's nerdy and he's Jewish. And I totally have a crush on him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I think that that representation is so much more helpful and so much more a like grabbed opportunity than saying that Paris, because she is, has a little bit of a masculinity to her and because mm-hmm. she's strong and because she's this, obviously she's gay. No, 
I, yeah, I, I agree. Make Louise yeah. gay. Make, That's what yes. I'm saying. Yes. Make, yes. make uh, you know, some other some other chick that they, you know, make them gay and then make it a thing where it's just not even a freaking thing. And with representation, yeah. it, it's... Uh, I completely agree with you on that. It's because that's mine. It's not that I have an issue with having a gay character in the show, obviously. It's <laughs> what if you did? What if that was like your thing? Well, You're like, I'm sorry. I know I'm gay, but I don't think anybody else in television. Well, I uh, no. Darth joking, no, obviously. Not. Benny, I just, I think that would be funny. That's all. Well, I just, maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm just old fashioned. I just, I sometimes do get annoyed where it's like, all right we must have a gay character in this show or we'll get canceled. And it's like- No, because it's not actual representation. It's not. It's literally just going, hey, um, we don't want to get hurt. We don't want our network, our show to get hurt. So we need to include. And so it's insincere. It's it is. Insincere. I agree. What are your thoughts with the revival and them making the decision about Michelle officially being a gay character when in seven seasons- it's never really touched on. Do you know how I feel about it? And then I know Suzanne also feel has some things. I feel like, I just feel like it is only, it was only done for fans. It was not done for the pandering. Oh, it was. And then of course, fans were just like, it took them this long to get here. And now this is what you give us. And I'm like, Oh, shut up. Like, (laughs) just shut up. Yeah. I'm I think so that any way we switch any, I'm not going to say we, I'm going to take all of this on myself. So, because I don't want anybody else on this podcast to be canceled. I think any, any way I try to slice it, I do not feel that Amy Sherman Palladino has a clear and uh, uh, what's the word clear and not precise, but full picture of what the LGBTQ plus experience is, because even with Maisel, we, we have the situation. Have you finished Maisel Benny or am yes. I going to give, okay. Even with, have you watched Maisel? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. But I, no. you can go ahead though. I'm anyway, there's a key care. There's a character. They're not a lead character, but they are a pretty key character in the third mm-hmm. season. Yes. That, okay. Yeah. But his storyline was one of of absolute you know of, of persecution and of being beaten up and and things like that which i think is i think we're coming away from that not that we shouldn't still look at that i'm not saying we shouldn't still look at that but like here's a i think a perfect example and i've heard you in the past agree benny so again i want to say i am a cis straight female um i a cis female and I'm straight. Is that the way to say it? I'm sorry. I'm old. Can somebody tell me the right way to say it? I don't know. I'm a okay. gay man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm like, a straight female. That's all I got. Like, I don't, okay. Yeah. I don't I'm a straight female. Um, and I'm cisgendered meaning that. Yeah. Okay. Can I just so, say something before you go into that? I just have oh, to no. say it. I, I don't oh, care. Lose everybody. I don't care. <laughs> if this is how you feel about yourself then absolutely give yourself the labels all of that but don't come down on someone who is straight and they're not identifying as the way you want them to identify of themselves you having to trip over your words and go i'm cis and it's fucking bullshit like we got our e and i'm glad (laughs) 
I'm just so over My it. My episode got the E. I'm just so <laughs> over it that it's like, it's not like I am telling you, no, you are not they, you are not, you're not these things. It's me going, um, it's actually more, pro- well, what is more appropriate for me to say about myself? If I want to call myself a gay man, if I want, if you want to call yourself a straight woman and be done with it, then do it. But get your name out of my mouth or whatever it is. I'm so over it. All right, please. So I just, anyway, I just wanted to point, point that out because I know that I don't have any experience of, of the LGBTQ experience. So I don't have a lot of, but I, but I do you know, I do have a gay brother and I do love you very much. And I've watched your experience and I am trying each day to grow more and more in my knowledge of things. And I feel like doing that representation, although it be 1950s, whatever, like, I'm sorry, like we're not over it, but like it's dated, you know, whereas, whereas, and this is whatever, I don't care. Um, whereas, the babysitters club remake great on Netflix. fucking remake i loved it it I was guess. so good i liked it but the babysitters remake on netflix there is a moment where stay who am i where stacy and i believe marianne are at the beach and they're babysitting and they meet these two guys and i think is one of the guys logan no, her, her, her future boyfriend. No. Okay. Um, they meet these two guys and one of the guys like really likes Stacy. And one of the guys talks about his boyfriend that he met last summer. And it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And, and the episode be. that, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it, it shouldn't be. And I think that's, you know, where this conversation is stemming from just like, yeah. wait, like it, it doesn't need to be this big thing. Yeah. It just needs to be normalized and like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, not this kind of, kind of like the characters that when they are an overweight character, that's all that they are in a lot of TV shows. Yes. And I don't like that. And it's no, not, absolutely. no, it, it should just be normalized. It shouldn't be part of their personality or their character development. Mm-hmm. It just is. And so I'm going to say something, um, gay people, especially gay men, mm-hmm. as I am one of them, what? are funny. And wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Right? I, I hate to I'm tell sorry. you we have to, that we I am have to a gay up. man. I know. Shocking. Are funny and ridiculous and over the top. So the thing that happened with Gilmore Girls in the revival of the representation of the gays in Stars Hollow. It's Donald, isn't it? Donald in the revival? Yes. The gay? Yes, I think that, yes. I found it to be freaking hysterical. There was not one bit of me that was like, oh, how dare you not treat me seriously? Bitch, I don't take myself seriously half the time. Like, my, the, the gay community doesn't take ourselves that seriously. It's just when we're, I just. I, also, you're not just a caricature. And, no. and that's the thing. Sorry, go ahead. But I, I didn't mean to end. Sorry. I didn't Don't. take offense to it. I didn't see it as a caricature. I took it as a small town trying to understand how this to be current. I, I see. I was just saying in normalizing it, we have to understand that you're also not just a caricature. Like you are. 
I get we were supposed to talk about Paris Geller, but I'm liking this topic. So no, this um, is all day. All have you guys, have you guys day. watched Dawson? Oh, day, son. That's another. Hey. <laughs> anyway, um, have you guys watched Dawson's Creek? I watched the first season and was quite uncomfortable with the pacey thing with the teacher that I had to stop. Were you uncomfortable with it or was mom uncomfortable with no, it? No, I watched it on my own and I was like, I understand that it's not going to last, but this shouldn't be on television. This is creepy. We we will get to the Cut point to I'm gonna Riverdale. Make, I'm going to tell you just like that season one is a little rough, but like Pacey comes into his character and we love him. Okay. Um, but there is a character, Jack, um, on Dawson's Creek who is gay. And I feel like he was one of the first, like it, there was like a, it was the first, um, like, there was a, a like a first gay kiss or something. I'm not sure on TV mm. with teen drama, but it was one of the first ones. And I could be wrong, but I remember hearing that. But his character is very much not, like I think Dawson's Creek did a really good job with that because he's he's very much just like an everyday person right. that it was normal. I do actually. The 90s, I, it was. Yeah, I vaguely remember Jack um, yeah. from my best friend was obsessed with uh, Dawson's Creek. So I vaguely I remember that. <laughs> Love it. Vaguely so remember. Um, I remember she called you crying her eyes out with the finale, and she was like, <laughs> and you were like, hmm. Um, I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, no, you're not you're not wrong. Not even you're not the, wrong. The slightest. You're not wrong in the least. Um, we just she'll eventually be able to speak for herself. So and she'll and be she like, listens to the podcast. And I don't want her to be like, wow, Suzanne, way to throw me under the bus. What? <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany cries at shows. Do you know who cries at everything? Is your brother, the co-host here, Gilmore Gay. I cried like buckets at Soul that my roommates thought they needed to sedate me. Like, me you. watching Coco. <sighs> yeah, I haven't watched Coco yet. Oh um, my goodness, Kelsey! I was a puddle mess during mess. Coco. And- Someone that I work with, I don't mean to derail, but someone that I work with was like, it was okay. Like, I didn't like it that much. And I go home and watch it. I'm like, do you not have a heart? That's how I felt with Onward. I was like. Oh, Onward was so cute. But Onward is an interesting thing because I feel like you and I both had like really good relationships with our dad and we didn't have to deal with the like not having a daddy around and then so we're like super excited, which is a, a real thing and thing, but it didn't affect us, I think. Because I agree. I thought it was good, but I wasn't like, my heart. You didn't cry at soul. Um, I don't know what my situation in life was when I watched soul. I don't either. Because Had uh, I just had Truman? Was it that possibly what was going on? No, soul came out during the presidential election. What? Yes. It's I'm sorry, recent. Kelsey. No, uh, it's if okay. you can just hold on a second while we... <laughs> No, this is, this is great. I'm um, joking. I love Disney, so this is fine. Yeah. Because so I saw. came out during it, the presidential election? Because I saw it on Disney Plus, and I was living with my roommates. Right, but I would. All right. It had just come out. I thought Soul was great. I'm just saying I didn't ball like a wee child. Onward. Came it wasn't out during... Toy Story 3 or, or Inside Out, which I lost. Inside my Out mind. was gross. <laughs> I was in the theater and I just went. Ah, ah, <laughs> me, me and Toy Story 3. Yep, oh Toy Story gosh. 3. And all grown men. 
when she mm. when when he he brings the box of the box of his toys to don't do it no the, 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 when they're holding hands going down to their death oh. that was what oh I, my goodness the see, fire the like oh my god see, the part that made toys. I actually got really emotional and I know you did Suzanne as well. Cause remember I called you about it and you were like, of course I did. I got emotional in the third one when they did the, uh, the, like, um, it was the very beginning of it. They do like the video, like the filming <gasps> portion uh, and they're playing, you got a friend in me and it's showing Andy growing up. Getting and older. I just, I was I'm a just sucker a for getting older. I am too. So <laughs> it was gross. And you know what? You know what I'm going to recommend people not ever do? What? Don't watch Inside Out prior to having children. I know. Sorry. Don't watch Inside Out prior to having children and then watch Inside Out after having children because it hits you on a whole different level that you're going to, it's the first watch. You're like, oh, I remember that. That's oh. <laughs> anxiety i hate that and the second one you're like my child is going to grow up and be sad someday my child is going to grow up and be sad someday See, and there's it, nothing i can do to stop it it hit me in a different thing because it came out when i was 24 going into 25 so i had my quarter life crisis and it was just horrid it was yeah. like i watched it and i was like i have depression i have anxiety i have blah, blah, blah. Same. okay so gay people. Hey, this is a blast. Look, I this is what I've, can I say this is what I found with all of our guests and and I believe our listeners. Gilmore girl fans love all sorts of things. And we love to talk about all sorts of things because in order to watch Gilmore girls, I think that there's a level of intellect and a level of taste mm -hmm. that you have to embody and because of that we can go anywhere with the conversation and i believe our listeners will enjoy it and then benny can figure out how to make a title that makes sense for <laughs> what we're talking about so people click paris on. and disney and paris and disney and here gays. I'll, I'll, and, okay, I'll help. Gays. that's paris good and i think disney's, it, paris and disney, disney and gays. Gay. Oh, oh my, my. There it is. Yes. i think that's yeah, it that's, it. that's, that's the, the name that's great <laughs> we did it we did you guys, it. We did it. Did we also make our first t-shirt? No, I kidding. think so. Katie, <laughs> you listening? Um, so I think the final thing I'd like to talk about, cause I know yeah. we're, well, what, oh, what, what's the I just, thing? I'm having so much fun. I didn't realize we were done. I no, no. Well, I'm, uh, we're not going into that yet. I just want to oh, bring up okay. another topic. Okay. The topic I want to bring up is what, It doesn't you guys, work on your podcast as much as it works in TikTok videos when you don't say anything. Hey, no. <laughs> I'm the one that gets to edit it. Um, I know, buddy. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> I guess the question is when it comes coming back to like the gay community question and like all of that. Yeah, yeah. What is the better representation? Is it to... Is it to have no stereotypes whatsoever and make gay people like, because I, I mean, I will say this, me being a gay man, I am flamboyant. I am opinionated. I am a lot of these things that are stereotypes and I'm proud of it. Mm -hmm. Do we eliminate that to make 
everyone feel better. But now what we're doing is we are suddenly like making everybody the same gray person. Or I just want to hear from all of us on this topic. As two straight females, I would like to hear from you first. Okay. On this topic. Um, <laughs> I I don't think we need to eliminate any kind of representation, whatever that is, because there is everybody is different and everybody is going to be represented differently. And Mm -hmm. I think having as much variety as you can and any kind of culture or group of people, like it, it's going to make somebody feel like, Hey, I relate to this person or, you know, the way they act about this. And, um, and I know you can't please everybody. And I know, you know, you can't have every single thing represented, but I don't think it needs to be a, this or that situation. Yeah. Well, and I think that the, okay. So the things that are most, uh, well, or fully represented at this moment because of time and because of the world Mm -hmm. are white straight females and white straight males. Correct. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes. So There are so many different versions of that, right? There's tomboys, there's super, uh, you know, fashionistas, there's hot mess moms there, you know what I mean? Like there's all of it. So why can we not take that into the, the other realm or the, not, not other realms, but like into, uh, to the other races and to the other sexual orientations and to the other gender identities. Like we are all a whole big thing. We're not just one thing. So what I was asking with you, Benny, is that as a gay male, do you feel that having a caricature of yourself or having like, what would you prefer? Do you prefer it all? Just give me it all. Do you know, I prefer better writing. That's why I prefer. <laughs> no, I, I'm being serious. More fleshed out characters. I was thinking about this and I was like, what is my issue with it? Because I mean, like Shits Creek, I think is one of the best shows that's ever been written. Yes. And it is so smart because, you know, the entire town is not homophobic. It's all normalized and all yep. that. Do I need every show to be that? No, because that's not the world. I just need characters to be better written because what happens is you either have gay characters that are overly sexual mm-hmm. or you have gay characters that are overly nerdy or you have gay characters that are like constantly mentioning references from deprecating and self-deprecating or you have the ones that are just mentioning dolly every two minutes and it's just like it's changed to Dolly. I thought it was Barbara. It's it's whatever it is. Like, and it's just right. kind of like, yes, these stereotypes are true. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But can we have some better writing with them? I don't have a problem with you mentioning that we're talking about Barbara or that we're being opinionated, but it needs to be a little bit better than this breaking glass pictures portion. I don't know if you know breaking glass, but it's a gay like movie company. Oh, and it's I, where like all of like the gay movies have come from in that sense, not like milk and stuff like that, but like the other right. stuff. And it's just always terrible. It's low quality in film. The, the writing is like subpar. And it's just, that to me is the problem. 
I was mm-hmm. watching this Lifetime Christmas movie that mom was just like wanting us to watch. And mom, I did like it. But something that did bother me is that it was cheesy. Mm-hmm. It was just cheesy. And of course, the one gay, you got two gay guys. The first one's a carpenter, but he's sensitive. And so you're like, oh, he's gay because he has a well-trimmed beard. Because he's sensitive. And right. his his clothes are fitting and he looks nice with his pants. And then the other one is like slightly overweight, but not completely. And is constantly complaining about his life and is close with his mother. And perceive, like, yeah. it's just... Come on, guys. That's what I need. If you want to give me better characters that are still being, you know, true to them, good. You got to get better with your writing. That's my TED Talk. Was it Harry Met Sam? I thought that was great, but maybe. Yeah, no, but I I mean, it's it should be more like that. Sorry. Go ahead, Kelsey. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just going to say it's just. I feel the lack of any representation in Hollywood and writers rooms and producing and, you know, there may be people here and there, but they don't have, it doesn't run deep. So it's like they get, might get one person's perspective on their life and that's right. And it's not a full perspective. No, it's not full. So it's like, you know, they may hire someone to fill a quota or whatever it is, but it's still not getting a well-rounded, like you're not getting a well-rounded picture of a person or a lifestyle from one person. Yeah. And I that's, mean, that's part yeah. of that problem. For sure. We need better representation in the writer's rooms mm-hmm. across the board, across the freaking board, across the board, racially yeah. against racially, sexual orientation, gender identity. We need better representation in our writer rooms. Um, and then we, I think, need to educate ourselves better as well, because that shouldn't mean that you or I, Kelsey, don't get to Thank you for saying that. I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, yeah. Whatever you're oh, okay. saying, keep going. I'm Sorry. really glad you did. Um, that shouldn't mean that Kelsey and I don't get to have a job in a writer's room because we don't know the, or because we don't have not experienced the gay experience or the black experience or the mm-hmm. Asian experience, you know, all of those. It just means that we, as a people, we need to educate ourselves better so that in the art, well, for a bajillion reasons, but in regards to this conversation so that we have more information and we can write a fully rounded character uh, of color or a fully Mm -hmm. rounded character that is gay. Um, Yeah, I don't, I I feel that way. I hope I am not prematurely canceling myself. But if someone is canceling my sister over this, I like for you to leave the podcast because I completely agree. No, I I completely agree. Mm -hmm. I have such issue with representation matters, but your job that you've had doesn't. That you, Suzanne, you brought this up and it's so true. Yes, we need to open up opportunities, but we don't need to shame those that may not be in that realm if they're wanting to educate themselves and learn mm-hmm. and make better products. Yeah. It's not my fault that, you know, this guy over here is straight as they come, but is writing gay characters better than I can. It's not my fault. And right. it's not his fault. You're just and not he, as good a writer. <laughs> yeah. He should lose his job just like I shouldn't gain his job because I happen to like to be with men. Right. So, yes. 
if, if someone wants agree. to cancel, they can cancel me too because I want to be free. We should just have the know. title be like, cancel us. Got it? No, it we drag changed us it from Phil. Cancel us. It drag us for And Phil. our careers. Yeah. We're done in this industry. I know we're Never almost worked. up for time, but one more thing I want to bring up. Um, I, I know we talked about it a little bit, but I feel like this is the episode to really get into it and we will do it. What is your opinion? And if you, and I, I want you guys to answer this as people, not as eggshell people that are like, well, I'm not not a as gay people who person. are currently being recorded. Yeah. Okay. Like as if we're just on a conver- in a conversation, like Straight. it's just you and me talking, even without yeah. FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> Straight actors playing gay roles. Oh, Benny, you coming for us with that? Oh shit. Do you want okay. me to start it so you feel like there's a safe space? Yes. Okay. And, well, I feel like Kelsey actually wanted to make. Oh, a point. Kelsey! No, let Kelsey start well, then. Kelsey, okay. start it. Wants so, to start. it I, I think it is a similar. And correct me if I'm wrong in this, but I feel like it's just a similar uh, acting gig as Tom Hanks in Force Gump. He is not mentally disabled but he still played a mentally disabled man and did his research on that. And I think that, you know, having, being a good actor means doing your research. And the same goes, in my opinion, for vice versa, having a gay man play a straight character, you know, I think it can be done successfully. I really do. But it, again, it depends on, it's like what you said, Benny, about, you know, being there can be easily a straight man that's writing a gay character better than you could and so it just it just depends on the person it depends on you know how great of an actor they are i guess mm-hmm. I, I oh you go sorry are you sure do you want me to go we can end it with with your your hot take i love it oh okay cool. okay um I I agree with you, Kelsey. Um, I think that one of the, you know, we talk about representation in media and representation in films and television and things like that. And I think racially that representation, like I agree with um, like Jenny Slate, she decided that she was not going to do her character anymore on Big Mouth um, because it is a mixed person and she's not mixed. And so she wanted to make sure that she was handing over that job to somebody who was mixed and who could give that experience. That kind of stuff I agree with. Totally. I think that gay people are black, they're white, they're Asian, they are everything across the board. And that mm-hmm. is a situation I think where, you know what? Yes, you may do better as a LGBTQ plus person in that role. And if I'm not stealing a role from another LGBTQ plus person, then I... <sighs> There was a play that I wanted to audition for. You remember this, Benny? There was a play I wanted to audition for when and I was I'm living. I'm still upset with you about this. I'm, Are you really? I am. I think that it was a really silly decision on your part. Oh, okay. Well, let me tell you what, what happened. Um, there was a <laughs> play I like, wanted to. like, oh. <laughs> Ooh, tea. Was... I know, right? Uh, there was a play that I wanted to audition for, and all of the characters were lesbians, and um, it was uh, it, it was a reading of a play, so it wasn't like a, a full on thing, but it was a reading. And um, I was back into auditioning and I was like really going for that stuff. But I had decided that I wasn't going to audition for that role because I did not want to put myself in the running to take 
a representation, take the opportunity to, uh, from another LGBT or from an LG, LGBTQ plus person to play that role. So I, 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 I have a both type situation in, in that. I don't know how to explain it. Like I, I want them, I, I want LGBTQ plus people to have jobs and to have, have jobs that they are able to play themselves and, and play characters that they're represented. But at the same time, I do agree that the best person for the job should get the job. So I don't know, please take us away, Benny. <laughs> Okay, so my sophomore year of college, we did a production of the producers and there is a character in producers named Carmen, who is supposed to be stereotypically gay and every single stereotype because it's Mel Brooks and Mel Brooks is all about like offending anyone and everyone and we love him for it enough. Okay. I go into the callback room. It's between me and this person and then this other guy. And I'm like, what is this trick doing here? Because he could not act his way out of a paper bag. But I did know that he was openly gay. And I was like, here we go. He went and did his audition. You weren't at this point. No. Is that correct? Sorry. I I just, I I apologize. Uh, Context. I was just trying to understand. So he does his stuff and it's terrible. It's terrible. And he didn't get the role. The person that got the role was tremendous. But this person, the one who didn't get the role, bitched and bitched about how representation was not made and how this was a role that he finally could be able to relate. So this is my thing. If you're as good of an actor as you say you are, then usually acting means that you're doing a role that isn't you. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That, that actually yeah so if you're auditioning and being called back for a role and you are gay and you're not doing this role justice then i don't think it's representation that is having an issue it is your training mm-hmm. it is the fact mm-hmm. that now i understand there are some situations that yes there are probably some homophobic directors is and i get that Mm-hmm. For the most part, no, I, I agree with so you. So you think yeah. it's different than the, uh, than the racial oh my gosh, representation. Yes. Do you know why I think that? Because I agree. I'm just, I'm just. Because I, I hate to, I hate to be this blunt. People that put gay representation in the same bucket as racial representation can go out the door. I'm so offended by it because doesn't that essentially mean that you can't play a straight person that's exactly what it means it's basically saying no but what it's also saying is this it's going no 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 like gay people need to have opportunities so it's like so are we eliminating straight people altogether is that what we're doing now is it is that we want to do because that is what it comes across as is that Mm. a lot of the extremists on the situation are Gay men should be playing gay characters, but also gay men should not be put in a box. So they should be able to play whatever they want. Oh, I see what you're saying. (laughs) And so it's like, okay, 
So does that mean that straight men need to now go? So and you're work saying like if a as an if a, a lesbian decide, but the only thing I I will say that I somewhat agree with disagree with with in that mm -hmm. is that by and large there are much more straight female roles in in everything in musicals in all of it, and so but there are less gay female roles. And so my brain went away and I'm going to fall down now. It is um, illegal <laughs> to ask somebody in a job interview Absolutely. how yes. old they are, their sexual representation. And there's a third one. It's the age there. I think the gender, actually, I think gender is actually this thing now, which oh, is interesting. interesting. Okay. okay. So it's not taking an opportunity because if the person is getting a role and they are gay and the role is also gay. I, I think they just were the best for it. Congratulations, you're gay. Maybe you're an openly gay actor in Hollywood and this is a great moment for you. But at the end of the day, it can't be about that because otherwise now I'm associating myself as only a gay man and that's all I am. All mm -hmm. that I am is being attracted to men. That's it. Mm. And that's wrong. I hear, I, yeah, I definitely hear where that's wrong. Um, I, I would just say in regards to there being less characters written in that way, um, I wouldn't want to take away the opportunity of a, a smaller group of people. Okay. So like if a lesbian, uh, wanted to, go out for a character that is straight, like there are so many straight roles, right? So you're not taking a role from me because there are a bajillion roles that I can take, right? But she doesn't understand what it's like to be straight. So I, I, I that's just my you thing. Know what? I relinquished to Benny on this. <laughs> No, that's my thing, though. No, I agree. I it hear should what be you're about the work. It should not be about my sexual preference. Because who's who's to stop that person, um, a lesbian from auditioning, auditioning from a straight role and then getting that role? Like, I don't think that it's taking like I hear I hear what you're saying, Suzanne, 100 percent. Like everybody wants to play someone that they feel like represents them. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like a role is a role and you know, you want to have the best person for that role and Absolutely. it shouldn't be based on, well, you know, these two people, this one was better than this one, but this one matches the character more. So we're going to pick this person. Yeah. It just shouldn't be that way. It, 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 it You're right. No, you guys are, you guys are both right. I, I think I just was in my situation. I was just so, I was just so caught up in like, not just not wanting to throw my hat in the ring, I guess, to because because I'm so narcissistic that I know I'm just an amazing actor and like they seriously couldn't cast anybody else but me. And so I was just like, I'm not going to take a role from an LGBTQ plus person because I'm such a stellar actor. Yeah. Like and I've just very, realized very what I said. Alexis. <laughs> that's very Alexis of you and like. <laughs> She's just, I, she can't like, like, you just, mm. I, 
I don't, I don't want to like love that journey for you. Anything away from anybody else because I know that they would just like pick me. <laughs> that was so wow. good, Kelsey. You should you're start a, doing a. I'm sorry, your Alexis needs to come to TikTok. For it does. Sure. I've, I've seen the other girls they're... and they're not as good. No, well, you are I've seen killing. So it. many, and I'm just like they're so funny, and I'm just like my go-to is just the hands and the. the no, nope. but it's perfect. It's so good. <laughs> All you need is like a flouncy dress, and you're done. Like and I'm boots, not even kidding. And... <laughs> and boots, yeah. Oh, man. Thank you. <laughs> I love you. Thank you guys so much though for going on this little journey with me. I just do you feel like we got there for or not got there, but do you feel it was I do. I just I, I think that we all need yes, we are progressing as humans and a community, and that is wonderful. But I think we also need to stop shaming past work. And would you say maybe that we just need to calm down? You need to calm down. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, it. you look at it. You got Sean Penn and Milk is an Oscar winning performance and incredible. And he was with Madonna. He's straight as they come. Okay. You've got um, 30 Seconds to Mars that I can't remember his name right now. You got Jared in, Leto in <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club and Matthew McConaughey. Um, but I don't, and I, Matt McConaughey wasn't gay. He just right, had AIDS. Right. Um, Jared Leto's performance to me is one of the greatest performances I've ever seen on. Um, I'm like, sorry. Yes. I hear what you are saying, but Tom Hanks. Oh, Tom in Hanks in Philadelphia, Philadelphia is an Oscar winning performance. These are all straight men. And so, yes, I get it. Representation matters. Acting matters more to me when it comes to this part. Mm -hmm. Representation in the sense of racial representation all day, every day. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear, I hear you. I see you. I love you. Because at the end of the day, yeah. a black person cannot go outside and be like, I'm not going to be black today. I'm going to cover myself. And mm -hmm. they can't do that. Mm -hmm. Whereas people have to ask me if I'm gay to know if I'm gay. Right. No, I hear I, I hear what you're highly saying. offended by it. Anyway. No, I hear that. I hear that. And I you know what I think is so important? It's it's that you are actually a part of the community and you as a person are offended by that. And that matters because mm -hmm. I'm an actor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do I am I comfortable doing straight roles? I'm not going to lie to you. Not really. Um, but that's my own choice. <laughs> There are plenty of gay actors that, in my opinion, are incredible and do. You're like, am roles. I curly in Oklahoma? Hell no. <laughs> Hell bad. Would I Would much I be rather... Judd? I mean, hello, Maybe. Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> but Neil huh? Patrick Harris. Yeah, absolutely. I had somebody comment on the TikTok and then we'll wrap it up. But I had somebody comment on the gonna... TikTok. Is this no, going no, on the that. podcast? No, 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 no. I'm not doing oh, that. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about that. Oh, bummer. Somebody comment on the TikTok. Um, I had done a video and I said something like, cancel me and they're like he just said that just like and this is why i said it because i think it's stupid i think Canceling? it's absolutely <laughs> ludicrous i think the, sorry go ahead I, I don't it has no power for me okay cool you're gonna take one thing i said and then turn it into four million things i said i didn't like kirk in gilmore girls that's what i said and then i was like cancel, cancel me, me. <laughs> and they were like he just literally just said, cancel me. And I'm I like, I think yeah. Becky last week said it best when she was saying like, 
yes, let's cancel a person because of the horrendous things that they have done. Let's not watch their content anymore, i.e. Kevin Spacey. But <laughs> let's not get rid of everything. You know what's unfortunate though? That was wrong. You know what's unfortunate though about that statement? Not watching Kevin Spacey's work is it's not just Kevin Spacey's work. It was a director's work. It was a costumer's work. It was a lighting designer's work. It was a cinematographer's work. It was other actors' work. Kelsey, thank you for coming to the last episode of TV Gade. Um, <laughs> we really appreciate you being here. And go hey, we're going to go out with a bang. Yeah. Just, that's, that's my issue. Yes. Do I want to support the actor? No. That's actually something. Benny, that is a point I've never heard before. But it's not just their work. Yeah, no, that's you're not wrong. And in fact, the only reason that you're even wanting to watch that work is because of a company whose marketing is through the roof is because of an art direction that is so like gorgeous that you want to keep watching it. This actor is just here saying lines. No, I hear I hear what you're saying. I have no, no, no. I have a perfect example of that. Um, should this episode just be called cancel us? Um, sure. Why not? <laughs> seriously, Paris Geller and cancel us. Um, but, um, it's probably a film that neither of you have seen because nobody saw it because it was at the exact same time that all the case Kevin Spacey stuff was like running rampant, but there is a film called baby driver. It is. It's got Ansel and- Elgort in it. That's all I know. <laughs> yes. It has Ansel Elgort in it. Um, I believe it's Edgar Wright directing it. It is fan effing tastic he does this amazing job with i mean the the car chases are fantastic but like he does this incredible job because the main character baby um has some type of a hearing uh impairment and he kind of hears everything like as music and so he puts music in while he's doing like these crazy drives and it's brilliant but it came out right at the time when everything was coming out. I think I'm pretty sure about, um, about Kevin Spacey. And so nobody knows about it. Nobody watched it. It's done. You know, it was brilliant. I highly, highly recommend it. He is in the film, but he is not the main part of the film at all. Yep. And John Hamm's in it. John Hamm. So wasn't he on Gilmore for a moment? He was. He played Peyton paddle number 17. Yes circled it back to to Gilmore so we made it back you did it I want to take this opportunity to just tell our entire listening audience I love my brother more than I could ever express in this moment because I knew him as Peyton and as paddle number 17 Peyton Sanders thank you so much I would rather do this with no one else on the face of the planet you are the wind beneath my wings. All right, all right, all right. Um, Did you ever know? Okay, okay, okay. That you're my hero. And I just Kelsey. see Lorelai singing that to That's right. You just tied it back into Gilmore Girls I as well. I did. I tie everything into Gilmore in my daily life. And nobody. Are you our third host? Maybe. Katie's like, I what? Honestly, I, I was. killing it. I'm like Sign loving. So, Kelsey, we had such a great time with you, but we have a really fun question we'd like to ask all of our special guests. So, Suzanne. What you watching this week? 
Oh, oh, okay. So actually I'm watching Jenny and Georgia. Um, and I... <laughs> that was a fart noise. Everyone. I was going to, I was actually going to say fart noise. Um, I have been Sorry, watching Mom. Jenny and Georgia. I put it off for a long time because I was just angry at the idea of Jenny and Georgia. Um, but Same. you know, Same. I've been watching it. I, there are moments that are very cringy as a lot of teen shows are nowadays. Um, but you know, it's, it's entertaining enough and I'm watching Dawson's Creek. So can I give you a show? I want you to watch. Yes. I got my sister to watch it and she was like generation on HBO. Okay. An excellent representation of Gen Z. This to me is why one it's written by a Gen Zer (laughs) and her dad, obviously, but like, She's 19 years old. She's lived it. And Killing it. It's so Killing good. it. The ensemble is so good. And it's so diverse. It's diverse in racial representation. It's diverse in, um, uh, how do you say it? Uh, gender identity? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. And I believe it's, they're of the age that they are, like, are pretty close to it. Uh, I haven't checked. Yeah, it's not like One Tree Hill. It it Um, seems like they are. Even Jenny and Georgia, she's 23 years old. Yeah. Yeah. 23. What I love about the show is it pokes fun and the kids do it. It's not the adults. The adults are Mm -hmm. so incredibly written. I can't even get over it. Especially what's her name from Raising Arizona? This is the The mom. If she does not get an Emmy nomination for this role, I will be highly offended. Her performance is so freaking good. Anyway. Um, I hear you. I hear you, Benny. Um, 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 what was I saying right before that? I lost my train of thought. You were talking about the characters, the the kid characters poking, poking oh, fun um, at themselves. They poke fun at themselves. Literally, there's a thing where the girl's like, problematic is like my new favorite word. And like they talk, there's this scene where they're in a classroom and one of the girls <laughs> is talking about how the... Um, the lecture that the teacher is giving is like really problematic because it's not being representative of this and that and this. And then she's like, also, I have a problem with this. And it's just so good. It's so honest. Whereas to me, Jenny and Georgia is, in my opinion, dated. I oh, find Jenny yes. and Georgia to be dated and to be what we thought teens dated were AF. Like. That um, Taylor Swift joke alone. The Ooh. Friday Happy Friday with the dog filter and Snapchat. And I was like, what? I was like, they're trying really hard to be like, we know what the teens are doing. You're like, no, you, you don't. Know. And I'm like, you really don't. They're trying you so don't hard. Know. They're oh, they try so hard. Yeah. And it's like, oh. What episode I'm, are you on, Kelsey? Oh, I'm on uh no, I I just finished eight, so I'm almost done. Um but Okay, uh, so I'm pretty sure you're another thing that's just like us. But I again, I you're TikTok, Harry Potter, all of it. I uh, Kelsey, be with us. Um, anyway, <laughs> just um, but uh, you you clearly binged it, right? Because you're on you're on episode nine, and it's yeah. what you're watching this week. Yeah, that sounds like it's <laughs> mm-hmm. pretty much a binge. I'm a hardcore hardcore binger. That's why I was yeah. saying that. I I usually have to finish what I start, which is a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, except for once upon a time did not, I was going to say, except for once upon a time, <laughs> not finish that got to the Peter Pan 
was going through that. Still haven't. It's I started it like a year and a half ago and I just there's only so many times I can see a Disney story revamped so that everybody is everybody can save the town again. Ugh. And villains aren't villains, and new ideas, not villains please. are not villains, and we have no no new ideas, and we think we do because we've changed characters. Yes. But it's pretty. Exactly, yeah. it's a pretty show. First that's season. why, I, that's that's why I finished it. I finished it because it was a pretty show, and I am a sucker for a pretty show. I'm a sucker for a pretty show that doesn't look like it's done on like Sci-Fi Network. I also saw. Sorry, Benny. I don't want to. I don't want to alienate you, but just for one second, Take let me it. have this conversation. I also saw Winks Saga. Mm-hmm. Oh, in a day, finished. Oh, finito. Oh yeah, good, really yeah. good. It was I, so I was, good. It was, I was so not good. Expecting it, and I, it really just grabbed me, and I was like, so hard. It, it slapped so. It was hard. like <laughs> a mix of like Stranger Things with the like demon creature things, and then a little bit of Harry Potter, but like, not like, yes. some, and I and just then was, like a little bit of Riverdale just because uh-huh. it's like, but like the good Riverdale, not good. like, no, not the not rest like of the what, seasons. Right. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was so, so good. And I 5,000% agreed with your TikTok where you were saying, what's a character that you've seen in one thing. And you're like shocked that they're in the other thing I told Benny about, I was like, I don't know if you've seen Downton Abbey, but unfortunately he's just I mean, for other people, he's the gay character in Downton Abbey. And then I was like shocked with his character in Winx. I I was like, he looks very familiar. Like I was recognizing the way that he was speaking. Like, about his voice. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, I must make that TikTok right now because, oh my gosh, it's specific, but there will be people that are like, what? Sorry for the alienation. Yeah. I'm going to start, I'm going to start legacies soon. We're going to start legacies together. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm really attracted for some reason to the idea of like all these monsters going to boarding school together. It just sounds. That's that's winks. Yeah, it is. Do you understand that? That's what I was trying to tell you. It's so easy. Like it is an easy watch really fast. It's okay. fairies with a bunch of different powers going to school together. And one of them is a chosen one. Yeah. And it's, it's not like we have wings, fairies, like, it's like they just have like magical powers. I want to watch legacies. I watched vampire diaries, never finished it, but like got really close. Do you have to watch vampire diaries to watch legacies? I don't think so, but I is think it a like, I, I think there's a tie between vampire diaries legacies and um the originals like something oh, okay. with one of the character alaric i feel like he has but it's kid. not enough that we'd like it's not like no. watching no. It, or it's more like well i'm sorry you don't know this because you haven't watched gray's anatomy but i think it's more like private pack practice and gray's anatomy like there's enough inform there's like it there there's moments where you would be like oh wow but like you don't have to watch gray's anatomy before you watch private practice is this yeah. a face of somebody who hasn't seen Private Practice, Benny? Me? Yeah. I've watched Private Practice. Oh, okay. I didn't finish it because I personally found it to be very, like, overly dramatic at times. And I was just kind of like... And in the later it. episodes, they make fun of themselves for it. And it's amazing. Well, that's great. Um, I want to hey, say remember this? last year when so-and-so had a brain tumor? That was weird, right? <laughs> really? 
Well, that's good on them. I will say this. I have no problem saying it. I I enjoy dabbling in Vampire Diaries. Do you watch Vampire Diaries? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I wasn't going to tell you. Why? You would. It's good. I it's, watched Wink's Saga. Do no, no, you no. understand? Yeah, but you watched Wink's Saga. I watched a CW show about vampires. But it's good. A Netflix show about fairies. It's okay. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> Vampire Diaries is that type of show. It's basically, for me, it's the true blood that people want to watch if they don't want to pay for HBO and see, like, nudity. Movies. Like, it's got that type of True Blood feel, but to me, mm-hmm. it, it has better pace because I feel like True Blood does that weird thing where it's like, we're a well-done show, but our pace isn't, but we got good actors. I loved it. I almost, I'm almost done with season one. It's, I haven't seen it. And it, Benny, it's totally a show I would watch. You don't, I don't, I think you really? have a lot. I have you, I think you have infinitely more respect for my television taste than even I do. Does that make sense? Okay. I am not only a a prestige television show person. Did you not see the conversation where she, that she and I just had in regards to Riverdale? Oh, truth. (laughs) Which I didn't realize that you watch Riverdale. So I think I even got farther than you. Honestly, how far did you you make it? I'm curious. I made it. When did you turn it off? The last episode that I remember is when uh, Betty went to the uh the biker thing and like did her she did like a pole dance or something right what i'm just laughing because i see it in my head and i'm like is that something i saw like on twitter or did i witness that with my own eyes in the show because i literally don't remember like i turned it off when the gargoyle king was happening and i was like i can't take this seriously i'm no idea about the gargoyle yeah so it was like early season three and i was like I so I must have made it to season two. That okay, that sounds yeah. about right because I think right. Betty, I think Betty and Jughead got together at the end of season two mm-hmm. or season one, and then season two was all about them going back and forth. I mean, I was really impressed because at the end of season one, a very big character had been demised, and I was like, okay, if a show <laughs> can kill off a main character, I will continue watching you because Not you have drag balls. It on. Like, cause right. pretty large that was drug on for years yeah. and years and years. <laughs> and, years. and so I was like, Oh, Riverdale, we're actually going to be like, okay, this is who this is. Perfect. I'm all on board. And then they just took a weird turn. And I said, Mouty. Hey, I'll watch vampire diaries. Okay. I know Benny. Look, here's the deal. I want to, I have, I have a one-year-old and I have a three-year-old and I have no adults. Listen, Vampire All I want to do is talk is about fun. TV for the you rest of my existence. You know what Vampire Diaries it. is? Vampire Diaries is Twilight meets One Tree Hill. Yes. Meets True Blood. That's exactly what Vampire Diaries is. Why has no one told me this? this do you do you agree, Kelsey? Yes, I do. I haven't seen True Blood, but it's it's Kelsey's very much like Blood. Twilight. Oh my God. <laughs> It's very much Twilight meets One Tree Hill. It's, it's not quite so as much. like cheesy as Twilight at all. It's very all right, like, all right, so guys. Much drama, bad all right, boy. Vampire Diaries. That's my next show. Well, Holder, yes. What You've I like about it. Vampire Diaries is it does the the team... is it on Netflix. Yes, 
Um, it does the teen drama thing where it's like alternative punk, like music, like one tree. Like Gossip Girl? Yeah, it's very, <gasps> and Gossip Girl. It's basically like CW kids, but we put things. I mean, like It's a CW show, like drama, like, I mean. It moves beautifully. By the way, I understood your Gossip Girl TikTok with Chuck Bass. What you say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> say. I love Gossip Girl so much. Although I'm so I do, sad that it's not on Netflix anymore. Although it's I do HBO. remember that song more from, uh, I do remember that song more from Grey's Anatomy, but you wouldn't know that. Uh, oh, I tried. I tried. What you say? What do you He's like, I am not going to be out of this episode. I hate well, you. I love you. Kelsey, we had such a great time with you. Kelsey, will I, you come be our friend again? Yeah, anytime. Is that okay, it's Benny? Sorry. I, I would love that. I would love for yeah. you to come be a friend. Where can um our listeners yes. follow you on socials? Sorry. Um, so You're on sober. TikTok, <laughs> on TikTok, I am <laughs> at Hallie underscore or underscore Annie. Okay. Just parent trap. Just think parent trap. And okay. on Instagram, I am at OMG. It's Kels X3. Okay. It's <laughs> And Twitter too, but I'm not really active on Twitter um, as you're, much these days. I went to your Instagram to find out what your actual name was. Yeah. You're such a talent though, Kelsey. I really just, I want to impress this upon you. I think you need to change your usernames and make them all like your name and just like, or at least put your name there. on TikTok because yeah. Kelsey, you are legitimately very good. Your, <laughs> your personality is fantastic. You do a great job with all the trends. You are really, really great. Really great. You guys are gonna make me cry. <laughs> no, That's I mean, so nice. Benny and I were talking about it ahead of time. You know, we were, we were talking about like, you know, you you're a creator on the verge like you're and in, you're incredible so oh my gosh thank you guys yeah that's really nice I you know I'm, I'm one of those like hearing compliments about myself I'm like like I don't like, don't do it but do it more do it, stop no stop <laughs> no stop. Yep. More, more, no more no more no 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 but it's I like couldn't when, uh, it's like when somebody comes up to you after a show you've done and they're like, you were so good. And you'd like put your hand in your heart. Like, thank you. But you're also like, I don't know what else to say. Like, did, right. where did you sit? Uh, did you enjoy yeah. your What part toast? did you like the most? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Dance, I see that your daughter's dressed as Belle. But what did you think of me? You know, we saw like the that. production in New York and this was much better than that. You were a much better Belle than. Uh... And she was on the Broadway. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, Benny. I forgot to do the thing I was most excited about. Can we shun her because she's from Alabama? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm okay. not from Alabama. I'm not from Alabama. Oh. I just live here. But I'm from North Carolina, so it's kind of cool. Oh, hot. North Carolina. Suzanne's from North Carolina. <gasps> I, I'm, I'm from outside of Raleigh. Um, oh I'm, I'm from Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville. Okay, yeah. I went to school at App State in Boone. Nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now I get to add ASMR in the title as well. <laughs> to the one listener that's like, oh my gosh, I hate ASMR. Unsubscribe. Fine. Shout <laughs> out to anyone listening in North Carolina. You guys are the VIPs this week. Oh, we, we love some North Carolina action. Also, sure. listeners, we love you. The, the only reason that I give you shit every once in a while is just because I you're not the ones I'm giving shit to. I'm giving the ones shit to. It's because to we're the just learning that- this. 
Wait, what? We're just we're just learning how to do this. And so we basically have to be like, listeners, we're sorry that we did this thing to you, but I hope you're okay. Please keep They're listening fine. to us. Fine. <laughs> um, if, but if, if you really want to shun me, shun away. Oh, no. Shun. No, you're not from Alabama, so it's fine. Okay. God bless you. Roll, roll Tide, War Eagle, I don't care. That's going to make someone from Alabama really mad. Roll Tiger is what I'll say. They'll, they'll Ouch. Be I don't care. Go Auburn. Go. I meant babe. Roll Go tide. Auburn. I don't care. Don't My care. husband just told me he's nobody's baby because I accidentally said I'm baby. Not- <laughs> I'm no one's baby. I'm not your baby. Okay. You put baby in a corner. <laughs> Kelsey, we adored talking with you. Unfortunately, <laughs> Suzanne and I have to record the first half, and it is two o'clock. So, well, best of luck. Fix yourself a drink. We gotta skedaddle um, out. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, I'm going to go potty. and then gonna- But Kelsey, I would, even though you don't do the Grays thing, we really would love to have you back on if maybe okay. not for the third season. Because We Grey's could also Anatomy. do just a one-off where we talk about some Well, also, show, we're right? going to be, yeah, we're going to be do doing. Do you do Sex in the City? No, I know. I'm, I watch okay. a lot of TV, but I don't, I at the same time. I, we'll like, figure don't. it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out, it out. Like, but we love you. We're going to yes. be doing oh. some fun premium content. So we'll, we'll figure it out. Just- let me know what I, I need to you. watch and I'll do it. Like if I have to watch Grey's, I will. I'm scared I'm going to get too obsessed with it. I tried getting oh, into well, it. Oh, that's the well case. That, ner- that is hard. You will. But like I, I, if I, I can push past it maybe if I need to. you got I, a month. So if you can at least get through three seasons, we can okay. just have you on and just talk about those first three. And like okay. you could be a person who's just watching it. Yeah, it's <gasps> great. Okay. You, okay. Have a, you have a guest spot. Yep. You're in. Perfect. I'm You're booked. In. All right, I'll All get right, on friends. that like, today. You're booked. Okay. You're booked. You're going to make it big, kid. You're going to be big. All right, All right bye. Bye, guys. Bye, <laughs> so I hated Kelsey. Oh, my gosh. Hated her. I mean, Never if I let her hate back a person on. more. No. No. Oh, my goodness. You guys. You guys sound off in the uh, not comments in the reviews. Please tell us that you loved Kelsey as much as we did because yep. Kelsey all day, era day. Yep. And so good. I mean, Harriet agreed. Like, yeah. Oh, no. Harriet loved her too. Harriet walked in and was just uh, enamored by the beautiful redhead that was on our screen. Who is this? I know. <laughs> but friends, that's legit all we oh, got for dude. you today. It was a long episode too. So I'm glad you had a fun time. Um, let us know what you thought of this episode and also just shows that you're watching or just comments in general about this show. What are you thinking about it? We love hearing about it. And always remember to put a five star so that Apple can be like a five star podcast. Why don't we promote this? What the heck am I supposed to talk about now? You took my thing. No. Talk more about no? it. Okay. Because you're hey, all guys. about the sharing. You're all about the fan art. You're all about the other oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Okay, guys. Remember to rate, review. There you subscribe. go. <laughs> yeah, jerk. <laughs> yeah, jerk. What am I? Okay. Come follow us on Instagram at yep. TVGade. We are, I believe, I, I, I will use the words killing it. We are killing it. Uh, it's, it's rocking and you guys are doing a really great job of interacting with us. And you know what? We just want more and more, more and more, more reactions. Just, just be with us. Um, review. Look, even if you don't write 
an amazing review, which please write an amazing review. But if you don't, just throw a big old five stars up there. It's all good. good Five star. Just do a nice little five stars. Subscribe to us because if you subscribe to us, then you don't have to go to our page and figure Mm -hmm. out if we put up an episode on Tuesday. Spoiler alert. There was a Tuesday where we didn't put up a review. Because Suzanne was in Cancun. Oh, you said it right this time. Good job, Benny. Damn, I was trying to think of another. I know like, you're beach. trying to, but you messed up. You messed up. It was in Daytona. Um, <laughs> oh, well, nope, you killed that, it. That uh, or and but not in the good way. Uh, and then also, uh, guys, I know. Look, I'm gonna just throw out this apology. I know I talked about getting our Patreon going by this week. Life happens. We're still working on it. We're talking about it. It's going to happen. It's just not there yet. No, it's coming up. It's not there yet. And guys, if you're going to be a guest on the TV Gay Podcast, as we say goodbye to Stars Hollow Gazette and hello to the Seattle Gay Hospital for Gray's Anatomy. I love my name. Buzz off. Um, Then you can go onto your TikTok, make a video ranting about anything. And guys, I've been doing Gray's Anatomy videos and I'm getting a following. So this Gilmore Gay stuff is turning into Gilmore Gay Plus because we're talking about things other than Gilmore Girl. I really like that. I like that for you. I like that new name. I think mm-hmm. it's really good. Um, and, you know, something that we talk about in the, the interview with Kelsey, which I think is so true, is Gilmore fans, we are fans of things. We are a fandom. Of pop culture. Yes, of pop culture. We, I, I, I have yet to meet a Gilmore fan that is not obsessed with Harry Potter. I have yet to meet, well, with maybe Benny, but <laughs> I like it. I know, but obsessed. Wasn't allowed. Totally I know, I know. I, I went no against shade, the rules. Um, fair enough. I get it, Benny. I get it. I get it. Um, but like, they're fans of pop culture. And um, so they have multiple fandoms and you guys have multiple fandoms. And so Gilmore gay plus I'm all about it. And remember, if you want to make a video ranting about Grey's Anatomy, all you have to do is hashtag it Gilmore gay hashtag it Gilmore gay plus and hashtag TV gate. I'm giving you three hashtags instead of two. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And that's it. We finished it? the episode. All right. Let's rant about Benny did Benny, did we seriously talk about completing in sheets for like close to 30 minutes? Yes, we did. We we filled up time. Sex cells. Um I guess sex cells. Sex does sell. Sex is fun to talk about. I mean, is it though? I think it's fun. I think it's fun to talk about. I'm still quite I think that there's still a lot of purity culture in me that's like, ooh, let's not. Nah, not me, bro. I'm sex positive. All the way. Um, No, I'm sorry. That doesn't mean I'm not sex positive. It just means I'm I'm still like a little I know, I know. We've gotta find that thing that like you can go out on. But like I was legitimately surprised by how long we talked about.